Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Food Festival voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And uh, today is it's uh, almost all the way through, but uh, or right in the middle of the uh, Louisiana, uh, excuse me, New Orleans uh, and uh, all kinds of other stuff. <laughs> uh the uh, uh, the NAUFI, New Orleans Food and uh, Wine uh, event. Uh, this has been going on when it originally started. I think, if I remember right, it was around either Fourth of July or or Labor Day. And as time has gone on, it has gotten earlier and earlier and earlier on the calendar uh, to the point where now uh, it is it started a couple of days ago. I don't remember it ever being quite that early on the calendar, but it it seems to be working because last night I went to the uh, uh, event uh, that was down in the warehouse district, uh, which was kind of tough because there are, are there's so much construction around there, especially uh, on the convention center side of it, uh, and that was uh, where the the grand tasting was yesterday, and where it is today. It's a two part. Uh, program, but the only thing that changes is the food. The food uh, does change from time to time, but it doesn't change entirely. It's not cheap, uh, but it's not ridiculously expensive either. Uh, so it's uh, the French Quarter Festival. Oh, excuse me. No, I'm sorry. The French Quarter Festival is coming up in a few more weeks, but this is the, uh, the yeah, it's, it's next week. That's right. Uh, and uh, that's uh, you know, beginning usually uh, uh, the very assiduous schedule of festivals that we will undergo uh, in the next few weeks. But doesn't everybody love it? I mean, we, we certainly do send enough people to check it out. Uh, the uh, French Quarter, uh, the thing, why, why am I not thinking of this? Louisiana? No, no. It's the New Orleans Food and Wine Experience. That's right. Now fee, as they call it. And uh, the way it works, this is a, really a, a pretty gourmet kind of a thing, and it's also very intense on the wine side. So you're going to see more wines than you've ever seen in your life uh, since the last time you went to this uh, festival. So uh, that's what's there. And you can get at anything that they have on display. You'll you get a sip of whatever it is, maybe more than a slip, a snip a sip, any of those, and uh, that's where they uh, will be. This is uh, in the uh, a, a hotel, uh, an under-construction hotel, essentially, is what it is. It's right across from the uh, convention center. A, a little bit of looking is necessary. I think the exact address is 1021 uh, on the uh, uh, on the festival uh, route around there. Uh I went yesterday, last night. There were uh, lots of people there, but there always are. 
It was not overwhelming, though. I, I think they about hit it. Uh, my wife, who always comes with me on at least one of these uh, festival things, uh, she gives her opinion on how much she liked this one compared with others. She says, based on the hour or so that we spent uh, doing Nelfi yesterday, uh, that sh this was the, the nicest one there's ever, there has ever been. It, uh, all the things that have always caused problems at the Nelfi, uh, all of it m was gone. We, we didn't see any evidence at all. i uh, give you one really bad one. Over the, over the years, it would come and go and come and go from year to year. Uh, this practice of having trash barrels in the middle of where all the food was being served uh, and then the, the the trash would kind of overwhelming the overwhelming the barrel and causing all kinds of problems. Well, not this time. It looks great. There were no trash cans. Uh, you could always find one, but there was it was always more or less empty. So you could, you know, put in the the little uh, plate that you just got that crawfish thing from the other guy. Uh, so anyway, it was. Uh, it's it's a great event to go to. Uh, it just started up for today. It goes till I think 5:30, 5 or 5:30, and uh, all you need to do is go over there. You can get tickets at the door. They don't like doing that, but you can do it. So if you have been to the uh, to Nelfi for this year, have any thoughts about it? Uh, give us a call and and we'll talk about it. If you want to bring up something else, if you just want to talk about general food, could be anything. You could talk about poor boys or fried seafood or gumbo or uh, things that you haven't tried to make yet, but you know are going to be great when you finally get around to making it at your house. We talk about food. We talk about restaurants. We talk about wines, cocktails, you name it. If you can eat it or drink it, we're thinking about it over here. So would you mind? Hey, we would love to hear from you, even if you're telling yourself, well, I don't have anything to say to this guy. First of all, you probably don't really think that. If I were to give you something I thought was good, if you were like the average person, you would look at it and say, eh, I don't really like that without knowing what it was. You know, a lot of people do that. I don't find it funny. I do it myself, so how can I complain? But the uh, uh, all of these things uh, are going on now. And uh, if you have something else to bring up, don't worry about it. We don't stick to very sharp topic uh, collections around here. If you have anything on your mind at all, you're f please feel free to call us. That, that, that's what this program is about. We're about getting the best food you possibly can here in New Orleans. And given the fact that New Orleans has been called in recent years the greatest eating city in America, uh, take advantage of it. And if you want to know anything or if you want to tell anything, we go either way with this. 260-1870 is the telephone number. 260-1870. Love to hear from you about uh, any of what I just said, if you could even understand it. Our, uh, our uh, um, program today is sponsored by New Orleans uh, Hamburger and Seafood Company. There's a bunch of them around the New Orleans area. And uh, about a week ago, I was thinking about uh, having dinner. I wasn't sure where I was going. And then I realized I would be passing right in front of the original location of New Orleans uh, Hamburger and Seafood on uh, Veterans Highway at, uh, what's that cross street there? Uh, 
It's it's about a block away from Doranax, and everybody knows where that is. So uh, it's just like across the street, basically. And anyway, I went over there and I said, you know, hamburger would be good. It occurred to me that it was Lent, and that's not, I'm not supposed to be eating uh, hamburger at this time of the year. But I get in there, and there were these big murals uh, or posters, I guess would be more appropriate, on the walls. And one of them advertised that seafood part of their menu, and it was thin-cut fried catfish. Now, there are, you know, there's a long-going debate as to whether uh, the thin-cut catfish is the best way to get fried catfish, or do you want it chunkier and bigger and thicker? You know, this has been argued about for years and years. Uh, th- but this, this poster made it look fantastic. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll take the, the uh, thin-cut catfish, fried catfish. And then what I've been telling you for some time now uh, proved to be true. Nobody knew who I was or what I was doing there. Uh, and b- I, But I wanted to see just what is coming out of that, uh, that order. And it's just what I expected. It was uh, fried, crisply, greaselessly, and, and, and just generally terrific. And the best part of it all, I think, are the way that they do French fries. They take uh, little ovals of potatoes and slice them in such a way that they look like uh, second quarter moon moon uh, crescents up in the sky. I mean, that's that's the shape of them. They drizzle them with some garlic butter, and that is a fix. It is good, good, good. And everything fresh, everything prepared to order. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, there are locations all around the city. Suzanne becomes our first caller of the day. Suzanne, welcome. Thank you for calling. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I was calling to tell you about um, my seafood gumbo. Oh, tell me. Making some seafood gumbo today. Yeah. And you said to call in, and you were talking about gumbo, so I was like, oh, perfect. Have you ever tried the um, gumbo shops recipe? I have. Uh, the gu- What's interesting about the gumbo shops, uh, gumbos, is that they actually have three different ones. They have yeah. a seafood gumbo. They have a chicken and sausage gumbo, but they also have gumbo zerb. Uh, I don't know if they run that all year long, but this is the time of year for that. So... Uh, that would be the third one. Uh, I like their chicken and sausage gumbo better than I like their seafood gumbo. Uh, yeah, well, um, we do it at home. We use their recipes at home. And um, yeah. I actually was surprised. I kind of turned my nose about it. But when um, oh. somebody shared the recipe with me, but um, I'm using them at home now, and they're a big hit. So I just was wondering what you thought. We do the chicken and sausage, but I'm doing the seafood today, and we um, we love it. Nothing wrong with that. You know, the only issue when you talk about the differences between Creole gumbo, which is made with a little bit of tomato and okra and all that, and chicken andouille, more uh, along the lines of uh, Cajun-style gumbo, which gives you a darker roux. It has uh, uh, sausage. It has chicken in it. And they're really kind of different, but as long as you have your brain tuned up as to which one you're getting 
Uh, it's it comes out great. You know, this one is that way, and this one is that way. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I like it. I do my own crab stock and shrimp stock. There and, you go. Um, I actually put a little fillet. Um, you know, when I was serving it for a party last Sunday, and it was a big hit, so we're making it again tomorrow mm. for a family dinner. But I just wanted to know what you thought about those recipes. Yeah. I am at uh, home rather than at the gumbo shop. I think they're better. <laughs> uh, I, I could easily believe that. But uh, it sounds to me like you've got it under control and uh, that you have a good concept of how, how you want it to come out. You know, I think that's the most important thing in cooking is knowing what you want to have when you get to the end of the cooking process. And if it's what if it's what you were shooting for, then you are a pretty good cook. Good for you. Yeah, we Thank tweak you. it. We tweak it a little bit. Some boiled crawfish oh, sure. and some oysters in there. It's really good. Have a good day, Tom. Nice talking to you. Thank you for calling. See you. Uh, this is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and we will return with more of it after first please this. Welcome back. This is the Food Show, unique in America, maybe even the whole world. I, I know I'm bragging a little bit, but I, I really mean it. There is not another program like this anywhere I have ever been, and I've been asking uh, for leads to that for years. So uh, anyway, what we do is we talk about the restaurants of our city, the cooking that we do here that's unique to our city, and all the other great things that make living here wonderful. Uh, we'd uh, do a better job of it, and you could help. Uh, I wish you would, in fact. All you need to do, though, is call me. That's it. Just call me about anything. What? Well, uh, anything. 260-1870 is our number. Uh, Jones is on the phone, uh, having taken the, uh, taken the advice without my even having to give it to him. Yeah, <laughs> how you doing, Tom? Doing great, thank. You. Yes, sir. I was calling because um, me and my fiance, man, we we love eating sushi, and um, uh-huh. I just want to know, recommend some uh, some uh, some good sushi restaurants, you know, within the city or around the city. Um, we're in Kenner uh, currently, yeah. but um, and there have been some spots that we've been to already, but um, you know, just some other spots that we're looking to try. You have any recommendations? Yeah, uh, my favorite one of all is. Uh, is really the the very first uh, sushi bar that ever opened in New Orleans, Shogun, uh, on sure. Veterans Highway. Uh, it's about midway between uh, uh, between uh, what's it uh, Causeway and Bonneville. Thank you. And uh, it's it's a, a big place. Uh, sometimes getting a table is a little tough because they they have a huge following and. and they literally were the very first restaurant in New Orleans to put out sushi. No one had ever done it before. This would have gone back into the early 80s, 1980s. Uh, and I, I think the variety that they have is terrific. The quality of the fish that they use, uh, all of this is fantastic. And uh, uh, the, the only problem is sometimes they get so busy that not only can you not get a table right away, you can't even get a parking space. <laughs> I mean, it's really no. But it is worth okay. your time. Well, I've got another one for you. Uh, uh, this one is in Uptown, and it's called um, uh, Midi. Oh, why, why am I not remembering? Mickey Moto. Thank you. Mickey Moto. It's on Carrollton oh. Avenue near Earhart Boulevard. And okay. I think that they have a terrific menu there, too. They get a lot of uh, seafood there that has never been frozen, 
which is saying something because most sushi in most restaurants came in frozen. It's just the way they ship it, really. It's not a big, bad deal. But uh, over at uh, Mikimoto, they bring in, uh, you know, like fresh everything. Sometimes it shows in the price. It might, like the scallops, uh, kind of expensive over there. But, boy, are they good. So that, those are my, fav- my favorite two, I guess. I could, there, there are a bunch of other good ones, but those are the ones I like. Okay, yeah, so Shogun and Mickey Moats. All right, appreciate that, Tom. Yeah, call me back and tell me uh, how that went uh, whenever you get a minute to do so. It's the Food Show. John is joining us here on the green phone. John, hey. are you there? Hey, are you there? I am, yeah, sure. Thanks for taking my call. I, I appreciate it. I'm a little bit nervous being on the radio. The um, You said to call in about any stuff about food. I was just going to tell you a story about um, I had moved to Picune as a young child, and there's a place called Frost Top here that has uh-huh. great po' boys. And always on the menu, they had a hot dog po' boy. In my entire mm. life, I just looked down my nose at it, and I was like, why in the world? I was like, who is even buying a hot dog po' boy? And not long ago, I was with somebody yeah. business-related, and we went to lunch. And he's like, let me get a hot dog po' boy with, with chili and cheese. And so basically, and, and so like they flay it down the middle, you know, and put it on a flat griddle and yeah. cook it. And like he, and I still haven't tried one, but it came presented, you know, when he unwrapped yeah. it, I was like, that's something I can wrap my, my hey, mind I'm, around. You know, I I, like, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting into the news break here. Can I put you on hold and we'll come back and finish this up? All right, we'll come back. We just an update on the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, and also our own local news. Hi there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. A few minutes ago, uh, we we're in the process of talking with John who says that uh, at some point in his illustrious career, I hear you have, you're have you quite a guy. Or, or is that true? Yeah, you there? no, that's not okay. Yeah, I'm uh, here. Any- Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I must be getting a call or something. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I think I basically just stated what is, I had looked down my nose at these hot dog bowboys my entire life, and then I saw like a chili cheese one, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, wow, it totally made me, if you like a chili cheese dog, it was like, wow, that. That actually looks like it might be pretty okay, and basically that's all you know, I had it, to it, say about some. Somebody ought to write a book about uh, about the frost top because at, in its heyday, it was all over the country. Uh, yeah, and yeah. there were quite a few of them here, and it's a lot of them that are still here, although most of them have closed. But the funny thing about them was. You you expected to go there and get the you know that root beer thing, which I think they yeah. call birch beer if I remember correctly, and a lot of burger that was their big one. And, yes, but they, exactly. they also which is had, still delicious. They always had really good roast beef for boys, no matter where oh, you went. Oh, they're delicious. And they're to die. They, they were fantastic. Uh, so uh, isn't but isn't that strange? Because uh, if you were to go to a frost top in let's say Des Moines, Iowa. They wouldn't have any roast beef poor boy yeah. over there. They yeah, wouldn't even exactly. know what it was. <laughs> you so. know, the um, the town of Picayune bought, um, like, there used to be a giant root beer mug. Yeah. And um, yeah. that stood out in front of the, the place. It was just like this giant mug. Yeah. The town of Picayune bought it, repainted it, and has it. And they bring it out once in a while as, 
I don't know what, just an homage to, <laughs> I guess, to Frost Top and great, great po' boys and roast beef prep, or, well, great root, root, root beer prep. But well, um, thank you, Tom. What a, what I appreciate a great you. idea. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for well, your thanks time. Thanks for stopping and, in. And uh, enjoy the show. I appreciate it. I thank you very much. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I think Bruce is next. Is he not? Bruce, you there? Calling in I'm on here. Purple Good phone. afternoon, yeah. Tom. Come hey, on in. Today, today's our 40th wedding anniversary, and we're going to one of your favorite restaurants, Anton's, for the first time. Uh-huh. What would you recommend? Besides the Oyster, oyster Rockefeller, of course, but my wife does not eat oysters. What kind of no. appetizers do you get? Uh, well, uh, first of all, they, they have three different ways of doing the oysters, and you can get, you know, two each of, of all three of them. Just a, a thought. Uh, also, though, they have... Um, uh, a lot of great appetizers to start with. One that I'm, I'm almost sure anybody would like, unless you truly did not eat seafood at all, and that was uh, it's uh, crab meat and shrimp, both served cold with with different sauces. One of them's a remoulade sauce, the other one is a uh, 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 the white sauce that's made mayonnaise with a little Creole mustard. Uh, anyway, that's a great appetizer. Uh, they do it's fairly like good soups, although they're just okay. For me, uh, the thing I'm almost always thinking about when I go there is red meats. Uh, you know, they do have uh, good seafood on the menu. They have pompano. They have soft-shell crabs if they have got to the market yet. Soft-shells haven't really gotten into town uh, for this year yet. They're coming soon, but might not be there. Uh, but they have – this is one of the most expensive things on the menu, so I'm just warning you about it. Uh, but it's a veal uh, uh, sirloin is what it amounts to being. And that is a really great dish. I, it's one of the best things I've ever had over there. And it's a fairly new item, which is unusual for Antoine's, which doesn't change things very often. Is and that finally, the one on the menu for two people? Uh, it certainly would be enough for two people. Because I, I think you uh, said it's available too. It's a tenderloin or something like that. Well, there's another one that's a Chateaubriand, which is t- basically okay. two filet mignons jammed together or not cut apart, really. Uh, uh, that one is also fairly expensive. It's over $100, but it's, it's designed for more than uh, one person, maybe even more than three people. Uh, but I have one more thing to tell you uh, about, and that is, uh, they, uh, over at Antoine's, they have a chicken dish called Chicken Rochambeau, and it's a roasted half of a chicken, and they have two sauces. One of them is a slightly sweet brown sauce. The other one is a Bernays sauce, and it's all kind of piled up there, and there's a, a thin layer of uh, ham, of all things, at the bottom. This is obviously a dish that somebody invented over there back in 1932 or something like that. They've been around for so long. But I love that dish. Every time I'm in there, I think about getting it. And it's, it's, I think it's the least expensive thing on the menu. So I've given you the whole roundup. Can I give you one more thing? I, my waiter who takes care of me when I go there, his name uh-huh. is Charles Carter. Call in advance. Don't do this like you know, a half hour before you're ready to go. Uh, but you know, a few days, maybe a couple of day, a couple of weeks, even. Uh, ask for Charles Carter. Tell him that I told you to to get him to take care of you at the restaurant, and he will. 
Now, sometimes he doesn't even serve me because he's got a lot of regular customers. But it'll help, and he'll make sure that you're getting the best uh, shot out of him. So uh, enjoy yourself. Let me know how it was. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks for stopping in. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris talking about Antoine's. Kenny is joining us over here on the Brown phone. Kenny. Hey, Tom. Hi there. How are you? I'm having a great day today. Well, good. Look, you know, a couple of weekends weekends ago, y'all were talking about a dish, the lobster cadobster. Yeah. And somebody called in later and said there was a restaurant in Kill, Mississippi that was uh, had it on their menu. Yeah. I went by there and Tom. I don't know how the other one was, but this was fantastic. What was? Uh, tell me what the sauce was or whatever it was that they did to make to keep it from just being a, a lobster. Well, it was a steam. They they said one and a half pound lobster, big old lobster, and the tail of the. That's lobster. That's a small one, actually, as lobsters go. But the, okay, go yeah, ahead. I think the one I had might have been bigger than that, but it was it was enough. Yeah. But they, 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 they split the tail, and the tail meat they leave on the bottom, and they just had it a mound of shrimp and crab meat and some sort of buttery, creamy uh, caper sauce that was just unbelievably good. And I asked the waitress, I said, look, uh, I heard about this on uh, Tom Fitzmaurice's cooking show. I said, uh he said there was a restaurant in New Orleans that used to have this dish. And she said, yeah, I think it was the owners. Uh, they're retired. Their kids are running it now. But he, she says it probably was the owner of this place, uh, original recipe. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of that is true. I, I uh, they, It might be a really, really good dish, but your description of it is nothing like what Lobster Cadobster was. Problem is... They have never published that recipe. They have put out a few recipes for cooking with lobster because uh, T. Patari's, it was on uh, Claiborne Avenue near uh, Louisiana Avenue. They had, uh, they were they were very strong on on uh, lobster. That was they were really the first restaurant in New Orleans to even have lobster. And uh, what? What went into that recipe? Because I remember eating it. I remember what it tasted like. I just don't know and never did know what the recipe is, but I don't think it's what you described, even though I'll bet you that's a good dish. Oh, it's a very good dish. And the other thing I was going to tell you, too, is uh, they had a variation of the um, uh, Oysters Rockefeller that I've never had before. Yeah. They they char-grilled it with the Oyster Rockefeller. Uh-huh. Well, you could do that. Uh it yeah. wouldn't be the way I'd do it, but uh, that sounds uh, usable. It, yeah. it really turned out good, though. I would recommend mm-hmm. going by there if you get a chance. All right. This is that place in Kiln. Kiln. It's, yeah. you, you want the name of it? Uh, I Yeah, tell me. I can't remember it. Jordan River Steamer. Jordan's, yeah. Jordan's and Jordan's with a U, and it's uh, it's on the river, literally on the river there. So uh, It's literally one mile off of the interstate. North of the yeah. interstate. Close enough. Well, Very thank close. you for the uh, thank you for the report and all the insights. And maybe one of these days we'll break through the secret. I don't think it'll. Okay, happen, sounds though. good. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Here's thank why. You. On uh, several occasions, uh, I have encountered T. Patari 
the third. I don't know what it's. The, the family goes back to the 1800s. They've been running restaurants that long, uh, but they have had generational turns, and uh, also after having their restaurant destroyed by floods uh, on several occasions, they gave up on Claiborne Avenue and they moved across the lake to Mandeville. That really didn't take off, and that was the end of Tipitari's as we know it. I keep hoping and praying one day it comes around and we get the lobster cadobster recipe for real. Not that it's all that important a deal, but, you know, this is what we talk about here. We will come back with more of the food show in a moment, but first, please, this. Welcome back. It's the food show. It's the afternoon already? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm just, I was looking at the uh, the, the phone wrong. 260-63, whoops, 260-1870 is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about where you've been eating. Uh, big story of the day is that uh, the uh, New Orleans Wine and Food Experience is rolling in the uh, in the uh, whole center of the uh, Morial Convention Center. It's in that area today. Uh, I will tell you this. I'm, I'm already impressed. We went there, my wife and I went there yesterday to see what was going on and also to have a few sips of wine and a whole bunch of food if we possibly could. Uh, the, the area where they're doing this is perfect it's just the right right size there's a lot of people in there but there's not so many that you have a lot a lot of trouble getting around and uh just a vast assortment of wine uh if you've never been to a wine tasting quite like this where there are literally hundreds of wines first of all forget about the idea of checking on all of them you ain't gonna do it it's not going to happen uh but what i uh, usually do is that I, I fix my, my mind on what am I eating lately or what am I drinking lately, more to the point, and uh, what, what interests me, and then just, you know, home in on that. And I was doing pretty well with it. I was uh, drinking Cabernets uh, 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 from, um, from Florida. I'm sorry, not Florida. Excuse me, excuse me from uh, California. California, uh, uh, dark, dark uh, red wines. And then I encountered uh, one of the vendors who had some port wines. They weren't from Portugal, but they were from uh, a, 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 a place that knew how to make ports. And, you know, uh, ports you hardly ever see, but people who love them really love them, and I really love them. And I would recommend them to everybody. They're sweet. They're high in alcohol. You, you have to know that going in. And you typically have them at the end of a meal. A uh, great thing to have with it is uh, would be cheeses of various kinds. Anyway, I visited this uh, this booth that had some of those, and it was very interesting. That's the because uh, you wouldn't have run into that uh, uh, at any other in any other situation. Did you say uh, there's a guy named Tom on the phone? Yes. Hello. Tom. I am Tom. Who is this? I am Tom. You're Tom, too. Okay, well, welcome to the food show. Okay, I'm, I'm called several times. Y'all were talking about hot dogs. My favorite hot dog used to be Swagman's on the airline highway. Yeah, already they had done, hot ready dog to go. On, hot dog on French, it was the greatest, yeah. man. Yeah. Now, Domelis's used to be better than what they are now. I agree. But they got a, 
they got a place called Bruisers over here in Slide Out. Now they yeah, charge bruisers? about seven dollars. Bruisers. They charge hmm. about seven dollars for a hot dog, but they claim it's all beef and it, it's it's large. You know, yeah. and it, it's really good. Believe it or not, they pick you know get a hot dog. I I mean, if but, uh, ever I there was a, a perfect place for a, a, a home to be found for the lowly hot dog, uh, Slidell would be it. Well, that's what they call it, Bruises Hot Dogs. So, yeah. And it's okay. a wife, wife and a husband run the place. Well, and good. Real good for them. Yeah. All right. Well, All thanks right, for later. the tip. See ya. Bye. It's the Food Show. Troy joins us over here on the Brown Phone. Tom, how you doing, partner? Thank you for calling. Hey. <laughs> Look, I'm uh, I'm in Hammond right now, and I live in Hammond, and there's this place out here. Y'all were talking about burgers a little while ago. I got to tell you what they do. It's ridiculous, in a good way. They have a couple of burgers on the menu that uh, one burger for each uh, okay for each bun instead of a bun, it's a grilled yeah. cheese sandwich. <laughs> That's <is> a <laughs> weird idea. I like you got it though. Two grilled cheeses, right? Yeah, I've tried it. It's uh-huh. pretty good. Uh-huh. And uh, two grilled cheeses, you know, and then a cheeseburger between the two. Yeah. And they do another thing there called the Wisconsin. This is called this is the Tangy Meat Market. It's a, uh, it's in uh-huh. about a mile from the from the interstate. I think I've seen it. Okay. okay so, uh, so wait a minute. Wait. They 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 have a, a, a what that they're that's something unusual. The uh, the one with the. The grilled cheese sandwiches as buns. Yeah, yeah, that is kind okay, of oh, that's one. kind of interesting. I've never heard of that before. It's it's pretty good. They have uh, it, this other one I'm telling you about is it's called the Wisconsin. Yeah. And they take a cup and a half of Colby Jack cheese yeah. and put that directly onto the grill and make this melted cheese bisque. It's kind of crispy. you can do that. That that's that sounds strange, but you actually can do it. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. It's a wonderful burger. Well, good. They ought to call it that then, the wonderful burger. <laughs> That's what they should call hey, it. Hey, listen, thank you very much for the call and uh, for the alert on that. I'll, I'll go and get one of those. But first, please, this. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, and we plunge ahead. And Gregory joins us. And Gregory, I know, hey. was at the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience yesterday because I saw him there, and he saw me there. <laughs> and then from that point on, it was... Romance all it was the downhill, way. Huh? But then, but then my wife stepped up and uh, punched all of us in the mouth. So uh, that's not right. Really. I'm, Thank I'm God for Marianne for saving you from from the disaster I, of a conversation Gregory, with I have, me. I have one minute. Go. One minute. Okay. I want to know your assessment. I thought that the um, place was terrific. I liked the intimacy yes. of it. Um, yes. And uh, there was no loud music. Not yet. I think. No, the, not uh, at the not, not at the venue. That is. No. Yeah, okay. And I thought. Uh, and I take your rule of thumb. I plan what I'm going to taste, or if there's a lot I'm going to want to do, I do the sip and spit and swirl, you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm I only glad swallow I'm not the good there stuff. to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, I think that... it's terrific. I'm going, I'm going back today. I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, thank you. See you. It's the food show. We have uh, come to the end of our first hour, but we have a second hour, and we will uh, commence it after we check the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System, here on WWL Radio New Orleans and WWL FM HD1, Kenner, New Orleans. Stay tuned. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Shot clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.